Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. Probably the awesome here. It's a happy Saturday in my world. I I just got done with a meditation group that I go to when I'm home on Saturdays, and it's led by one of my old co-workers. And it's just a group of women who are in her circle of life that kind of believe in the same things like meditating and just being the best humans we could be. And it's always just a nice start to my weekend. I will say though, my mind was wandering this morning and all I kept thinking was how I told you guys that we need to be still from that reading the other day. And I wanted to bail on the meditation. I was fidgety. My brain was racing. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Blah, blah, blah. And um, I forced myself to stay there and finish. But it's just a reminder that being still is not as easy as it sounds. I'm grateful that I sat there. And I'm grateful that I had exposure to these women and, and to Sarah who leads the group. Because it's it's just a great way to kick off the weekend. And I just got to get out of my own way and stay determined to be on track. That's all. And I could do that. So here goes our normal hubbub. February 13th in the inspirational calendar says, a comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. <laughs> in recovery, we talk about getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. And I think that that comes with every step of the journey getting uncomfortable with not betting anymore, getting uncomfortable with going to meetings with strangers, getting uncomfortable with sharing our shit, getting uncomfortable with facing our opportunity areas, we'll call them, or character defects, whatever the language is. All of that stuff constitutes progress and if we just stay as ourselves, as, as ourselves were when we were gambling and we don't get uncomfortable with processing our feelings or talking about the things or giving up the bed or the thing, then we won't grow. So that was a nice reminder. All right. Body, mind, and spirit book today. Oh, it starts with one of my favorite words. Anonymous says, Humility is like your underwear. It shouldn't show. <laughs> okay, I'm entertained. Humility is knowing there are forces outside ourselves, like the grace of God and family and friends who help shape, shape our lives. There is no humility without gratitude. It's always nice to be humble people because no matter how talented or experienced or successful they are, it's always nice to be with humble people because no matter how talented or experienced or successful they are, they treat us with dignity and respect and be genuinely interested in us. Humble people appreciate themselves and other people and know the value of others' experiences and wisdom. We know who the humble people are, not because they've told us about their humility, but because we can see it in a way they live their lives. In time, we can become more like them. Today... Let me practice humility, and in doing so, attain the wisdom and peace it brings. <laughs> okay. I've talked about humility before. This is something, this reading makes it sound so easy, 
And I guess where I get tripped up is perception. And perception shouldn't even matter. It shouldn't matter what other people think of us if we're being humble. And before I got, so the reading started, humility is knowing there are forces outside ourselves, like the grace of God and family and friends who help shave our lives. Before I read the next sentence, I was like, well, yeah, as long as we're expressing gratitude to them or recognizing that we should be grateful for them crossing our paths. And then it says there's no humility without gratitude. So by practicing our gratitude, we get to work closer to humility. That's kind of a bonus plan, I think. It is true that when we're around genuinely humble people, they all those qualities that make them appealing or I don't want to say put on a pedestal, but all of those things validate their humility. The person who comes to mind that exhibits this the best in in my circle is Paul from Recovery Elevator. He knows what he knows and he does what he does and he helps so many people. And I can remember a conversation when we were we were getting ready for like our first group or whatever on the retreat last year. And I gave him one of my 321 t-shirts and I thanked him because without him, I wouldn't have started the podcast. And because I, I just wouldn't have even, I guess it wouldn't have occurred to me. And I saw what a great example he set. And I was trying to acknowledge that. And he was true to Paul character, very humble and just appreciative that the message gets carried on. And he's always exhibited that. It's not, he doesn't view things, at least as far as I can tell, he didn't care that I started a podcast because of him, like in the sense of competition, say, he appreciated the fact that I was spreading a recovery message like he did and trying to help people like he did. And that's, he just does it so well. So he's, he's definitely the first person I thought of. And then I'm laughing because there's that whole song, It's Hard to Be Humble. And I've probably talked about this with you before. And it's, it's on my playlist from, from back last March. And I was having a conversation with someone a couple weeks ago and I ended up sending them this song, Being Silly. Well, first I tried to sing it through voice memo, (laughs) which was not very fun. But it's someone who we share the jokes about, you know, we're always right and, you know, why why can't the world think more like us? And again, it's just being silly and, and obnoxious between us when we feel passionate about points, but we've never act that way in public. At least I don't think so. I don't feel like a know-it-all. But in the context of our conversations, we can have we can have fun with that. I am striving to be as humble as possible while also building my confidence to keep showing up and get in those uncomfortable zones like the calendar mentioned. And I'll tell you, it's a fine line that I really struggle with. I need to remove the voices in my head that want to tell me I can't or I'm not good enough, but also appreciate 
the folks that say, you know, thank you or they're proud of me or or doing a good job. And this is still something that I'm trying to figure out how does that all work? Am am I am I staying humble? It's I guess it's only for me to decide. I show up at every meeting and every, you know, every Zoom with Bobby the Awesome in the corner. Now, the reason I do this is not because of the opposite of humility, because that's not what it means to me is is to tout ourselves, you know, and, and be like, oh, I'm amazing, blah, blah, blah. It's so that I'm hoping to change the culture in the world to where people can acknowledge that they're amazing and awesome and beautiful people. That's why I call you beautiful people. It's important. And I'm going to continue to to tell you that because we are. We are all beautiful people and we are all awesome. Now, our awesome may show up in different ways, but we're all awesome. We're all doing the best we can. And we all have so much to give this world and to give ourselves and to give our loved ones. And I want to help set the tone in finding that and changing the stigma around us being proud of ourselves. We need to be proud of ourselves and we need to get rid of those voices in our heads that try to take that away from us. And I know I'm going on a little different path than maybe the reading wanted me to go, but this is this is just the way I feel about it. And because I struggle with it, as I continue to grow my businesses and my personality in the public, it's it's something I struggle with. And what people wouldn't see are my feelings and my interactions in the background. I tried to be, I had another friend say something, oh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but the outcome of the conversation was, I was like, oh, thanks for the reminder. Like, I know that I wasn't acting that way, but I, I related and knew what he was saying. And to me, that's humility is because I was like, thank you for reminding me. And he's like, well, I appreciate the fact you'll listen. And to me, that's an indicator of humility is not showing up as the know-it-all. And guys, oh my God, I showed up as the know-it-all, especially when it came to the flower business or grocery business or the things I was passionate about. It was it was my way, and I knew it was going on. And even back, oh God, 15 years ago, we were opening some new stores, and I just knew what I knew, and I knew I could increase sales, and I knew I could merchandise like a rock star. I was never a really good floral designer, but the things I was important were important, like keeping my department clean and and teaching people and all that stuff. I was really confident in my abilities. And there was this conversation about the difference between cocky and confident. And someone had someone had said, you know, like, what's the difference between cocky and confident? And the difference is cocky is like believing it and kind of acting like a jerk about it. And then confidence is just believing in yourself and knowing you could do it, and it becomes more true. Like someone could be cocky without it being true. And confident, 
makes us feel like it's true. I don't know if that makes sense. But I can remember, because Kid Rock had this song called Cocky, and I loved that song. And we used to sing it all the time back then. And it was, I, I had a whole lot of ego around my ability to do my job back then. I was definitely more on the cocky side because now, now knowing another 15, 20 years passing, I know all the things I didn't know. And again, stepping into that growing box, if I didn't have my listening ears on and if I didn't treat it with some level of humility and thought I knew everything, then I never would have grown and developed. And it's not easy, guys. It's not easy to be wrong. But what I'm learning is being right comes at a price you know, it's not worth being right if it means costing a friendship or a relationship or an idea or, or whatever the things are. I don't really care about being right anymore. I care about progressing and changing and learning because what I'm finding is my life is so much more colorful and beautiful when I'm learning and when I'm open-minded. If if I never got rid of my ego-centered thinking around spirituality, for example. If I was like, I'm right, there's no God, there's no anything. If that was the case, X, Y, Z wouldn't happen. You know, if I wasn't playing all that blame game and then be open to the idea that maybe I was wrong. And, And that's basically what it was, was when I first started going on my journey through meditation and going to church to figure out all this stuff that everybody was talking about and spirituality and religion and all those things, if I didn't go on that journey, if I wasn't humble enough to go into that with an open mind and I went in and I just said, nope, I'm right, there's no God. It's not like you're sitting in the chair next to me because, I mean, my views were that simple. Like, if there was a God, how could this be? And, of course, now I'm like, well, if there isn't a God, where the hell did grass and the sky and everything else come from? It's just the way my brain works. So, I would say use humility as a tool to learn and grow and become uncomfortable. And it doesn't matter if anybody else knows if we're humble or not. It just doesn't. I think the reading is telling us that true humility doesn't need to be called out or addressed like that. You're just being. And gratitude, gratitude is the secret sauce to just about everything. As far as I can tell, all roads lead to gratitude. So let's continue to practice that. Every day, I got a new planner from from the Grant Cardone world that I'm I'm living in and studying under. And one of the things I do every day is write things I'm gratitude gratitude grateful for, and it's just a nice way to start the day and remind myself because there's so much. I think yesterday I said I was grateful for like my toothbrush or you know like. There's so many things to be grateful for that we just take for granted. And I think that even that is is some sort of humility. Can you can you appreciate? Can you be grateful for having water to drink? You know, out of your out of your faucet or grateful for a vehicle if you're someone who has a vehicle, like Things that we take for granted, can you be humble enough to realize that not everybody in the world, hell, probably not everybody listening has access to these, to all these things. 
So let's be humble about even our gratitude list. And, and you'll see the cycle of what we're grateful for contributing to our ability to be a little more humble. And that's a good place to live in, humble and open-minded. And in some ways, those just equate to me. All right, I have to go to group and I have to leave you now. But I hope that everyone has a fantastic weekend. And I will be back with you tomorrow. It's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Ooh la la. Not that that means much. It's going to be a normal Sunday for me. But Justin from Blue October is doing some Valentine songs, I think, at noon and 7 central. So his social media stuff is in the show notes. But you might want to check out some lovey-dovey songs and see what he's doing tomorrow. I'm sure it's stuff we haven't heard him sing before. So that's my... That's my plug for Justin. All right, beautiful people. I will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for being here.